Ladies and gentlemen, episode 96 of the Drewcast. Back with me again, my disembodied but never bodied voice. I got Justin with me here, but if you're wondering why I look so great, why I look so goddamn saucy right now, is because we just shot a video that's going to go on the music channel. Shot a little video to a song we did called BS, which shout out my boy Sion, me and him were... We wrote to that song a couple weeks ago. Um, he was one of the re- I, he's one of the reasons I killed that song, bro. Cause you know when you're when you're writing with other rappers, bro, you just you get hella pumped up, man. But we're gonna I'm gonna get straight to the point this week, guys. For episode 96, we're gonna get straight into it. Um, how old are you? Does someone 9 11 happened? Do you remember how old you were? Like you're pretty young. I was in third grade, so you had to have been like second grade. No, I was in first and uh, September. So I was I was seven. I just turned seven. Really? I think I was in third grade. I'm pretty because I just my birthday was the night before, which we had a good ass birthday. Like that's the craziest part. Like we had a great birthday. We wake up, we go into the living room, and and what I from what I remember about nine eleven was all the parents were watching the TV. They were just like, <laughs> like you know, like none of us knew it was happening. We're all kids, right? I remember because it happened in the East Coast, so we were like getting ready for school, and, and it, it was, was such a. Weird, I, I kind of like somewhat remember like seeing it on TV, but yeah. I don't think the like I don't think the impact of that day actually like hit hit. I just remember going back and forth in the living room, you know, seeing all the parents like freaking out at the TV and crying and shit, and I'm like looking at the TV like, what's happening? Go get ready for school. Are you sure? Everybody's like crying, like you know. Like again, we're kids. We're not understanding the severity of what's happening here. You know. I remember going to school later that day, and the principal. By the way, the principal made such a dumb fucking decision. Because how are you, for instance, right? You go into a room full of like people Avery's age. So what do you think happened? What do you guys think happened? Yeah, what do you think a bunch of third graders are gonna say, bro? You know what I mean, like. I remember, like, at home, Travis was making... My stepdad, by the way, for people who are listening, I had a stepdad, named, a stepdad named Travis, and he was making some conspiracy theory, like, the Chinese did it. I think the Chinese did it, which... Come to find out, it wasn't the fucking Chinese, right? So when I went to school that day, I remember the principal at was like, oh... Which, by the way, that day was, like, raining, and it was sunny. So it was sunny outside, but it was rain, and I'd never seen that before. I thought that was trippy, dude, when I was a kid. I was like, why is it, how is it raining and sunny outside? That's crazy. But the principal comes into our classroom and the principal's like, hey, you know, you she was, she was explaining to us like what happened, like, you know, the severity and everything. And she asked us what we think happened. And I raised my hand. I'm like, oh, my stepdad said the Chinese did it. And she's like, yeah, the Chinese didn't do it. Next question. Like basically shut the whole thing down. She didn't want to ask any more kids anything. Because think about it. If I gave that as the first answer. You know other kids were coming out with some crazy ass, my dad said the Russians did it. Like, you know, it's going to be a bunch of, like, finger pointing. So, but yeah, um, so as the years go on and you, you know, you watch documentaries about 9-11, you, you know, you read up on it. A lot of things just started to th- make sense in my head. Like, wait a minute, bro. I don't think fucking people who were, like, based in a cave are penetrating the world's greatest defense type. Like, that's one of my favorite battle rappers, Disaster. He says that in his battle rap round versus Iron Solomon. Like, you you really want us to believe that people who were operating out of a cave were are penetrating the world's greatest defense? They're just gonna... Right? So that was, like, 
one of the things that made me kind of think, hey, maybe this isn't what it it looks to be, bro. You know, you have the black boxes, the the pat like there was rumors. I don't even know if the can you look this up, Dustin, if you have a chance, that the fucking passports of the terrorists were found in the rubble. So people are dying, right? Now that one, if I'm gonna have Justin look that up, but if that's true, bro, their passport survived, but the black boxes didn't, or people didn't. So again, there's so much things surrounding this. Like when Building Seven goes down, right? So Building Seven goes down, it doesn't get touched at all. Building Seven goes down, and the guy who owns that building gets like hella money and in insurance. That's to me. You don't want to be that guy, right? So, like, back in the day, you weren't, you were never supposed to say that our government had anything to do with it. Like, if you did, you're a conspiracy theorist, you're anti American, you're, you're all that. Did you find one? You, you just, you. Well, I, I mean, I did find stuff, but they're from like websites that I can't tell you if they're it, like reputable or not. Um, this one does say that four of the hi- four of the hijackers' passports were like in like completely fully intact. That's crazy, bro. Uh, two were recovered from the crash site of United Airlines Flight ninety three in Pennsylvania. Which yeah, because remember the the people on board took over that plane, so they okay. went and crashed into the White House. Yeah, and then um, we can't have the White House going. They down. give you the names of the people who those passports belong to. Oh I can't pronounce it, so I'm sorry. Yeah, but they're in pristine condition. And then one of the one of the passports belonged to the actual hijacker of American Airlines Flight Eleven. So whichever one that was. So but like I said, that's from So what you're saying, yeah, okay. And let's just say let's just say that uh, there's more, actually. Mm-hmm. There's just more that surround nine eleven that you think to yourself, hey bro this doesn't look right, bro. We had something to do with it. Like, there's blood on people's hands, hands, bro. You know, you hear the phone calls coming from the planes and the buildings to, like, their families. I hope the people who are behind this, I hope you listen to those phone calls every day, bro, and you say to yourself, was it worth selling our soul? Was it worth selling our soul for whatever war you wanted to go start? Again, back in the day, even now, bro, you start, if you even question... America's involvement in 9-11, you're anti-American and you're a conspiracy theorist. And even when we tell you, hey, their passports were found in pristine condition, right? Like uh, I wouldn't say pristine condition, but it was in good that, but it did, it enough did to say read that it. it was fully intact. So yeah. fully intact. You found, there's no black boxes or the black boxes were broken, right? Why can't we hear what's, well, you know what I'm saying? Like do you, when you get told that kind of stuff, you're like, what is going, like, you know, it's sad because a lot of Americans died, but not only did a lot of Americans die in 9-11, like the Muslim community that lived in America got treated like shit afterwards. That'll, that's a that's something that a lot of people really don't bring up, bro. Not trying to sit here and cape for people, but like, a, bro, they got treated like shit after 9-11. Like people who had it, nothing to do with 9-11, bro. Especially were, for like our generation, because like we were, we were kids, right? Yeah. So you know how like you're in kind of like that sponge phase of like information and, you know, uh, you're just trying to like. You're just trying to like. You're not trying to look un-American when you're a kid. Like, yeah, yeah. So like the whole yeah. world around you is telling you that like these people are terrorists, bad, and, and yeah. everything. So like you kind of grow up. Not you specifically, but like in general. Like when you see how like those people were treated. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't calling people towel heads and shit, and like you know, like the sand n word. But like, bro, like you know, growing up, 
you know, you did kind of look at those people differently because you were a kid. Like, you know, you have your parents and people around you saying this. And I Just never like, like news media, yeah. your parents, your friends, like everybody is. I like, wasn't hey. like hate crime at people, but like, you know, you, you were people. A lot of us would be lying if we if we didn't say that we kind of looked at things differently after this. Right? Yeah. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't bring up. Like people of like the Muslim religion and like people from the Middle East were just getting treated like dog shit and and they didn't have nothing to do with it. They lived here, they lived here. Like so, you know, you get called a conspiracy theorist and stuff. Well, an article recently came out, kind of confirming what a lot of people already knew. I mean, like bro, like George Bush is sitting there, he's reading to this class when he when he gets the news in nine eleven. Right. And when he starts talking about it afterwards, he's talking about the two towers being hit when only one at the time has been hit. So that's the first red flag. Now, again, like I said last week, a lot of the things that are being talked about, you can kind of talk, make an excuse for it. But maybe George, maybe George Bush didn't know or maybe George. But no, bro, like this right here. So this is from the Business Insider. And I'm just going to read it to you guys because I felt like when I was online, this is like the most reputable source that I could find. So it says on April 29th, 2004, George Bush hosted one of the most usual, unusual meetings to ever take place inside the Oval Office. The 10 members of the 9-11 Commission got to ask him and President Dick Cheney any question they wanted about the September 11th, 2001 attacks. The words that were spoken in that room remained secret for nearly two decades. Now we can finally read what Bush said. Earlier this month, after more than 18 years, the government declassified 31 page memorandum for the record, which which is a, you know, a compilation of notes that the commissioners that the commissioners took during the meeting. The document shows that the commissioners were giving Bush multiple chances to acknowledge the numerous documented warnings that he had received from his own government of an impending attack by Al Qaeda. For the most part, Bush failed to do so. Instead, he passed the buck. Perhaps the largest of Bush's invasions that day concerned his CIA director, George Tenet. The threat was overseas. That was what George said. Bush's implication at the time is clear. He wanted the commission, and by extension the public, to think that no one could have anticipated al-Qaeda mounting a large-scale attack on U.S. soil. But in fact, Tenet's CIA had warned Bush more than once that al-Qaeda could strike anywhere at any time, and that all U.S. citizens were potential targets. The most notorious warning that Bush received, but not the only one, was a CIA briefing headlined, Bin Laden Determined to Strike in the U.S. And by the way, I'm sorry, guys, if I'm reading like a retard, because I feel like, you know, it's a long day. Basically, Bush was made aware of potential attacks on U.S. soil multiple times. He was made aware of Al-Qaeda's intentions and Bin Laden's intentions, their intent to attack us. And he, he fell back on it. Now, as a leader of people and as a leader of men and women, and, and again, as a leader of, of, of people, you're sending overseas to fight this war for you. Does that not just make you guys' blood boil? Does that not make you say to yourself, if Bush can do something this fucking dumb and if he can overlook something this serious, what have other presidents done? What have other presidents overlooked or failed to act on in the name of trying to make you guys think that oh, they can't attack us? I wonder. Um, obviously, we're not fucking government officials, but like, what do you what do you even do to prevent that? Did they have a list of names of people that they were watching? Did they know who was going to do it and just didn't do anything? Like, how do you even stop yeah. that to begin with? You know, 
you supposed to just not let you brought up a good point. I'm not, I'm not a, a government official or someone who works in the military or defense. So I don't know what exactly we could have done, but I, I feel like if we are the, the world's best nation and we have the strongest defense in the world, we should have been able to do something. What makes it worse is that this guy just straight up lied to our faces, bro. He went on TV after thousands of Americans died and just straight up lied to us, bro. That kind of, not to like, you know get too conspiracy about it but like that does kind of give like a foundation to that theory that we it was an inside job because if he knew that it was going to happen and didn't do anything about it maybe they just that was for a good reason yeah maybe he wanted it to go like like hey if we if we're gonna get oil or some type of weapon of mass destruction from their country we have to let them attack us first to start this war because, you know, and when you're like the U.N.'s not going to just let you start a war for no reason. You can't just go into other countries and do that. Like, that's not cool. You can't just yeah, do that. So maybe he just let it slide because he's like, you know, this will give us an like, actual oh, Mr. Reason President. To they're going to attack us. He's like, no, I, God, just, I feel boys. really bad, man, because like a lot. Not only did thousands of Americans die, like the Middle Eastern community here was treated like shit. Straight up lied to. They straight up lied to people, bro. Like the, and then the people who questioned it. They were basically, you're not American, you're unpatriotic, you're you're saying we had something to do with it. Yeah, motherfucker, I'm saying that. You know how many people, like, especially our parents, Justin, our people and our parents' age range, you know how crazy they looked at us? When we're like, hey, have you guys, did you guys hear that, like, they said they found the, the terrorist, like, passports intact? Oh, that's just like, you know, like, again, it's like the conspiracy theorists were, like, just shitted on. There's a lot of conspiracy theorists, guys, who, like, they are, and they're in the business of just trying to rally you up. That's why that's not what I'm here for. Again, like what Jeffrey, uh, my mother-in-law's husband, told me, my tenacity to find the truth is something he likes. I mean, that's what I'm here for, guys. I'm here to read something to you like this. You guys might not know, and you may never know, that Bush knew of the impending attacks and did nothing. I don't think Bush knew that like they were going to fly planes into the tower and try to fly planes into the White House. He may have, actually. You know what? Now everything's off the table, bro. I'm not giving these guys any like leeway. I'm not going to like try to make them seem like, oh, maybe they didn't, bro. There's a lot of fucking sneaky shit when it comes to this topic. It just... it just One of the things I always thought about us, and um, especially from like a kid till now... It always used to make me sad hearing those phone calls from like people on the plane in the in the or in the building. Mm-hmm. It used to make me hella sad hearing those phone calls because it's like there's conspiracy theories behind that too. Yeah, I don't that know those if aren't, I, that those aren't real. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I believe in all that, but yeah. that pretty much every aspect of this event there, there's a there's conspiracy, a conspiracy for about it. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's Alex Jones, Sandy Hook level of conspiracy. Like I don't want to sit here and say that those phone calls never happened, but hey. When everything surrounding this just seems to be a lie after lie after sneaky, sneaky lie. I'm not saying that the phone calls were fake, but if something came out 10 years from now saying that they were, I, it wouldn't fucking surprise me, bro. But I'm not on that. I'm not at that yet. I, I'm, I'm almost positive there's people like the people who received the phone calls. I don't think they were on the fake side of it, but that's actually a really touchy one, doesn't like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm not like saying like, let's not talk about it, but like, you know what I mean? Like I, it's almost on some Sandy hook, yeah. Alex Jones type shit. Like I can imagine people get really fucking angry about that. 
again, me and Dustin aren't saying that that we think that they're fake, but bro, there's people out there. There is people who who think that they're fake. It's just sad, man. It's just like why those people just got their lives taken for what, bro? Like what did they? It's like the people who are in charge or the people that we vote to like take care of us and like protect this country. They like they kind of use us as pieces of like a chess piece. Like they don't view like right now I'm viewing you, Justin, as like a life. You're a literal life behind the mic and the camera. And like you're literally like but those people don't view you as that. like, hey, if we if 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 they if we let them kill Justin or we we let them attack the Twin Towers, we can go do this war overseas and the U.N., we have a reason to, right? So, yeah, um, so Bush knew that they were trying to attack us before they attacked us. He failed to do it, and he was told multiple times. Overall, it's just it's just another thing you guys can add to your what the fuck are they doing list? What the fuck are the people in charge? Like, what it, I don't know, man, it's sad. So you guys comment below, what are your thoughts? On another episode, I can dive deeper into the whole 9-11 conspiracy. We can even, like, do, like, the crazy ones that people that people have surrounding that day. I just wanted to break it down to you. Like, hey, our president at the time would get on fucking TV and lie straight to you guys. One of the fucking things that I thought was crazy about it was when, uh, what was he? He was doing the golfing. Remember, he was, like, uh, he was doing golf. Remember? And he was, like, uh, uh, something about, like, we will not let the terrorists win. Now watch my watch my swing. Hmm. Remember when he like swung? Have you ever seen that video? No. Yeah, but I, I think uh, I think just to play like devil's advocate, I think probably what happened is they probably warned him about this. He was probably like, "Nah, they're not about that shit." Like kind of calling their bluff. And they, they ended up him. doing something. Obviously, nine eleven, and then he probably was just like, uh, like trying to like not raise panic in the country so he was probably just making up a whole bunch of shit that he knew would calm people down well i mean he like knew hey that they, they, they did it overseas him. they weren't here we didn't know about this it caught us off guard whatever whatever i mean he knew that we were training bin laden though so the cia trained him like, i they, know but they, i'm saying I'm th- i think he probably lied to like the media on purpose to like not have everybody like fucking panic thinking that we were getting attacked on american land so this is so crazy so bushes i'll just play it and declaring war on a tactic made absolutely no sense. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank you. Now watch this drive. No, he didn't, bro. <laughs> so he knew that there's potential for the tax, right? He was warned about it. This guy literally gets on there. We, I call on all nations to stop all these terrorist attacks. Now watch this draft. And he li- That's what, crazy. Bro? I've never seen that before. That's like an SNL type that, I was about to say the same exact thing. That's an SNL shit. This guy, bullface lied to everybody, knew about the attacks beforehand, knew that there's a potential for the threat. Then he, he's, that takes balls, bro. That actually is kind of ballsy. He gets on camera. We are calling on all nations to stop terrorist attacks. Now watch this drive. He, what, bro? He Tiger Woods did. Right out the fucking park, dude. Can you imagine if he, like, hits a hole-in-one and just gets, like, excited as fuck? I would, too, bro. I'd be like, hey. He's sitting there dancing up and down, pumping his fist and yeah, shit yeah. after he was just talking about, like, Like, Ben Laden's one of the killed. caddies, looks at the camera and, like, runs because he got caught. But, yeah, that's a real conspiracy, conspiracy for you guys. But, 
yeah, I'm going to end the night off um, briefly. I'm going to talk about the show Wednesday on Netflix. I'm not going to give my full review on it yet because I want Justin to watch it and I don't want to spoil anything for him. One of the things I did want to talk about, though, there's a lot of things. And again, it sucks because, like, again, another show ruined by fucking weirdo leftist, weird liberal, like everything, bro. You can't make these people happy, bro. Like, you literally can't. Right. Tim Burton makes one of the main characters in the show. She's a black girl, by the way. He makes one of the main characters in the show like a bully type character. Then you have people. Why did you make the only black characters bullies? Why did both the black characters have to be bullies? It's like, oh, so do can black people not be bullies? You know what I mean? Or if you don't put black people in it at all. Why aren't there black people in it? When you put them in the show. Um, why are the black people in the show bullies? Like, there's no winning with these people. We talked about this off camera, and there's like literally no winning with these. the 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 goalpost will always be moved. Yeah. With these type of people, bro, you cannot apologize to these people. You cannot show them that you're sorry at all. I, to me, if like I ever made a mistake and these people came for me, I'm not saying sorry, bro. You guys can suck my fucking dick, bro. I'm not saying sorry because you can't say sorry to these people. The goalpost will always be moved. You know, Jenna Ortega is, is she plays Wednesday Adams in the show. Right. And Jenna Ortega. Oh, the dancing scene. You know, it, there was rumors that it was like uh, that it, she did it in one take, that it was improvised, that she did the choreography for it. And but then she was sick. Right. And she says, like, that was the first day I had COVID, but I still pushed through when I did my dancing scene. Why was she dancing when she has COVID? She was just willing to get all of her other coworkers sick and then and, and put their lives in danger? Their lives in danger? Bro, what are people smoking, bro? What, bro, it's, you want to call, I'm just going to call what it is. It's a cult. These people are a cult, bro. They got swindled. They got swindled. I'm not, I'm not one of those people that says, like, COVID's not real. Like, I'm, not, I'm not that deep into the fucking rabbit hole, right? But if you're, like... Remember, like, back in the day, you'd work through, like, a cold or the flu. You'd work through it. And uh, maybe we shouldn't have back in the day. Maybe that's one of the things we got to change. But you wouldn't see people say, like, you put your lives in danger. Like, when Michael Jordan did the flu game. And he won a finals fucking game. Sick to the... As sick as a dog. Where are the people saying he put Scottie Pippen's life in danger? And uh, and Dennis Rodman's life in yeah, danger. Yeah, can you imagine? Like you now, put their lives in danger. If like Giannis fucking played with COVID and just dropped like sixty points, instead of like celebrating him for doing that, instead why of, did you play with COVID? Instead of like, um, and I think a lot of this stuff is fake, bro. You know, you know what I mean. Like, I don't think black people were saying like, why were the only black characters bullies? I don't think regular real people were saying, why were you putting their lives in danger when you danced with COVID, right? And I don't think like real people were saying like, why. Because, you know, like, a lot of people are, like, fanboying over Jenna Ortega, right? Because she, she kills the role to some, by the way. So they're fanboying over her and Wednesday Adams. And a lot of people are, like, they like... Jenna Ortega's an adult. She's an adult. She's been in movies before. She was in the movie X that I watched last year. And she was in you, right? She's an adult, bro. And you have people who are, like, oh, if you fanboy over her and Wednesday... You're kind of on some pedo shit because she looks like a little girl in the show, which I told you this off cam. She kind of does look like they made her look like a little girl for real, bro. Like yeah, she's 20. 
Yeah, and she literally looks like a little girl on the show. She looks like a fourteen year old, right? Also, she's five one in real life, so that's short gonna, as fuck. She, of course, she's gonna look like a little girl. She's fucking five one. Yeah, she's five one. So, I mean, and you got those people like you guys are pedos fanboying over it, bro. That conversation I could probably say for another day because I've kind of said when it comes like people like Ariana Grande and like people who aren't like their their physique is like really small and like they have like really small boobs and ass as an adult. It kind of like if you're like only going after girls who look like that, it's like I can see where the argument could be made. But at the end of the day, like, why can't we just enjoy this show for being good? You know, what I mean, like, why does it have to be OK, like is there black people? Is there not black people? Why are the black people bullies? Why are you dancing with COVID? Why do you like a girl who's an adult who looks like a little girl? Why do you? It's like, bro, you just you just can't win with these people. The, the goalpost will always be moved. That's why you can't apologize, dude. You can't say sorry to these people, dude. Because once you say sorry, they know they got you. They got you, dude. Every single time now you make a stupid mistake. You, like, you said this. You did that. That's why I said, bro, come for me. Because you're not getting a sorry out of me unless I legitly want to give you a sorry. Mello said the R word, which I mean retard, by the way. I'm not saying sorry. Mello, you know what I mean? Unless it's something I genuinely want to say sorry for, and you, you'll feel it from the person, right? That's why these, it's funny because, like, when in the last like recent like five years has that not happened to like a popular movie show like literally everything is is there black people in it are there people of color in it why are you sexualizing people why is you're 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 dancing with covid and like everything just like there has to be something for you to complain about right like you could literally make a show about like european vikings where are the black people you know what I mean? Like, so again, I don't think a lot of actual black people are saying this. There's no way because I feel like I'm living a lot of the same experience a lot of you are living. And like, when is the last time you heard any of your black friends or any of the black people you're acquainted with say shit like that? I, I think it's just fake clicks, bro. I think a lot of these sites, they make up fake outrage, fake clicks for you to click on and be like, and, and, and do what I'm doing. I fell for the trap. That's probably what happened. I, I Now realizing it, bro, I probably fell for the trap because now I'm talking about it, right? So I really hope there's people out there who aren't like, why are the black kids bullies on Wednesday? Because those kids killed it. The the black girl and the black guy in the, in the show, I don't know their names, but sorry for, for, referring to you, for referring to you as that. Don't know their names, but they killed it, right? And I actually think they're doing really good in the show. So far, because I think I have like two episodes left. That's kind of why I'm not fully going to review it. But they've been killing it, dude. So, and you can tell that like Tim Burton didn't do it to like fit a quota. That's kind of what the problem is with all these type of people. It's just a quota they're trying to fit. You know, and I'm pretty sure as like a black person, black people don't want to feel like they're just some quota meeting like actor. Like I want you to pick me because I'm a good actor. Not because I you have to fit a quota. Because I feel like that's more disrespectful to like people like Mexicans and black people, you know what I mean? To right. So what's the um what's the college thing that they do uh for that? What's it called? It, I think it's the Rooney rule, isn't it? No, it's um affirmative action, that's what it is. Yeah. Obviously I can't speak for every fucking minority person of color, but the from 
some of them that I know, they yeah. think that that shit's all bad too. Because it's exactly what you're talking about. It's just like, like hey, I didn't get into this college because I'm smart or I didn't get into this college because I qualify. Like, you just picked me because of the color of my skin. Yeah. So, I mean, at the end of the day, guys, like... That's kind of what it is. It's just the affirmative action of movies. The show's good. I, I'm I'm going to try to get my brother to watch it. It's really good. I think I think you and Kylie would, like, really enjoy it. And I think the people who watch me, they you guys are good. If you haven't already watched it, Wednesday's amazing. It's a good show. It just, it just kind of sucks that like, we've turned everything into a... Like a like a clickbaity, angry like, and I don't I don't think a lot of black people really like said any of this shit. I don't think a lot of people of color even said any of the stuff that like a lot of this these people have been like saying online. I just think these websites know when to get, and I probably just fell for their trap again. So, but yeah, uh, if you guys haven't watched it, go ahead and click on that show. It's amazing. It's on Netflix. And yeah, uh, that's actually the end of tonight's episode. I think we ran a little shorter than usual, but we do have a video dropping on the music channel this week too. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, until next time, guys. Peace.